Hello, everybody. My name is David Campbell, and welcome back to another episode of 21st Century Sports. Today's another sad episode. I hate bringing out the sad episodes. It's a sad day for us Vikings fans. The Vikings have fallen to 0-3 after it lost the Titans at home in a game where it didn't feel like we lost. However, it goes as loss on the record. It felt like we played good enough to win, except for some stupid mistakes that we made throughout the game that ended up costing us the victory. However, there were a ton of positives to take from this game. We're going to get right into it. The start of which, I'm going to waste no time here. Justin Jefferson is one heck of a football player, and I think that's, that's pretty clear to see. Justin Jefferson was targeted nine times, seven catches, 175 yards, and a touchdown. The man from LSU could not be stopped, including a 71-yard bomb from Cousins to Jefferson. Jefferson did most of the work, juking out two Titans defenders and grittying his way into the end zone. I must admit that was... One of the best things I've seen all year. That was the high moment for a Vikings fan. And that right there, after that happened, I thought the Vikings were going to get their first victory of the season. I was confident that we were going to get a victory after that play. However, it was not to be. Titans answered quickly after that with a Derrick Henry-led drive and a Derrick Henry touchdown. Henry carried the ball 26 times for 119 yards and two touchdowns, averaging 4.6 a carry, which is more than good enough in the NFL. He just ran over us at times. And I knew that Henry was going to be the guy that we had to stop. I mentioned it. Obviously, Henry's the big guy to stop. But it just seemed as if we were still somewhat lacking in that department. Run defense is sorely... Man, we missed it, Daniel Hunter, and I hope he'll he, he's back because, guys, I'm going to be serious here. I don't think the season is over. Now, I know what you're thinking. Mike, David, you're an idiot. The season's done for. We have absolutely no chance of doing anything. We're only three. Bars out for the year. Our secondary's weak. We have to play the Texans next week. Seattle Seahawks in Seattle after that. And we're going to be one and four at the, as, at best. We're not doing anything. However, I don't think that's necessarily true. Here's why. Minnesota Vikings played overall an, an average football game. I would say it was an average football game because we did everything right except for we made some super mistakes. Kirk Cousins threw a couple of picks. One of them was bad. That was to start the second half. The other one was a Hail Mary attempt at the end of the game, pretty much. Um, that was not on him. That entire drive was not on Kirk Cousins whatsoever. And I thought overall our offense scored 30 points. The NFL, especially for a team like the Minnesota Vikings, if you score 30 points, you should win a football game. Just plain and simple. You score 30 points, that should be good enough to win a football game. And yet, they didn't do that. The Vikings left a ton of receivers open at times. John Smith had five catches for 61 yards. Khalif Raymond caught a 61-yard play, which put him over 100 yards. Corey Davis looked efficient. The Titans didn't really miss A.J. Brown whatsoever. Vikings 
you're going to be you might be asking, where do we go from here? Well, luckily, guess what? We play an own three football team next week. Now I know what you're thinking, David. This might be the best own three football team <laughs> that we've seen in a long time. And yes, you're right. The Titans made the playoffs last year, and unfortunately, they've played debatably the three best teams in the AFC. Personally, I think the Ravens and Chiefs. I think I don't think that's a doubt. I think the Ravens and Chiefs are clearly the, the two best teams, and they they go they uh, show off tonight. We'll talk about that game for a little bit in a little bit. Uh, and then the Steelers, who uh, look look as if I mean, crap, man, they look they look just about as good as the third best team in the AFC. I wouldn't even know who to put up there. The Titans, I mean, the Titans look fine. I don't think they're the third best team in the AFC. I think I think the Steelers are genuinely might be the third best team in the AFC. The Bills have their own struggles. The Pats aren't bad, but they're only two and one. I mean, they they lost the game against Seattle that they could have won. I feel like they were they were about a couple yards away from winning that one. But I think the Steelers are the third best team in the AFC. The Texans have lost to the Chiefs, understandable. The Ravens, understandable. And the Steelers, which is understandable. Those are three really good games, really good teams. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the Texans are that good. I think it's going to be hard for the Texans to make the playoffs this year just because of how the AFC is so far going and the fact that the Titans are 3-0 and the Colts are 2-1. The Colts have an easier schedule coming up. They play the Bears this week. That's a game the Colts, I think, should win. Um, so I think overall, the Texans have a hard time finding the playoffs. However, if you were to lose to three teams in the AFC, you'd pick those three teams. You know what I mean? They got the Vikings this week. Vikings, Texans. It's in Houston at NRG Stadium. And I'm I, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little worried about Deshaun Watson. And, uh, Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, is the third best quarterback in the NFL. Sorry, fourth. Sorry, fourth. Fourth best quarterback in the NFL. Fourth. Get that other way right now. Fourth behind Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Lamar Jackson. No order there. I'm not going to get into that. I think Watts is the fourth best quarterback in the NFL. He surely proved it. He's played three really good teams, and uh, he hasn't been bad. The Ravens are always a tough play. I think the Ravens are so good this year. It's insane. But um, let's get into uh, this Vikings-Texans matchup because I'll preview it more, obviously, later in the week. But uh, so soft preview now. Texans, Sean Watson, who's an MVP caliber quarterback. I think he's that good. And the Texans paid him like he is that good. They traded their, they traded the best receiver in the league to DeAndre Hopkins. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. Traded him to the Cardinals for a second round pick and David Johnson. Which many people believe is an awful trade. David Johnson has been pretty good this year. Nothing spectacular. Um, the Texans also still have a pretty good receiving core in. Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and he stills, Randall Cobb, or Packer. So Cobb's definitely gone up against the Vikings his, his fair share of times. Battle two own three teams, two teams that are probably a lot better than own three. Vikings hopefully to go get the Nil Hunter back. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can understand why the Vikings fans are disappointed because they uh, they deserve they deserve to be angry. So this is a really talented team that went to the NFC Divisional round last year and beat a really good Saints team in New Orleans. And they uh, they should be doing a lot better than this. The offensive line hasn't really held up great. Uh, it definitely did not hold up well in that last drive yesterday. That was a disappointing effort. 
I knew the Titans pass rush was going to be dangerous. I didn't think it would be. And for the most part, I keep for the most part, we did a really good job. I think for the most part, all game until I believe, I don't know when Jeffrey, I think Jeffrey Simmons got his sack like late in like the last drive of the game, but I'm not positive on that. But got Christian Fulton, the rookie cornerback, had a sack. Other than that, Clowney didn't get a sack. Right. Harold Landry didn't get a sack. Jeffrey Simmons did get one. You know, I thought for the most part, he didn't play that that terrible. Our offensive line did not play that terrible, but they just fell apart the last last drive of the game. And it's disappointing. It's really disappointing to see that. Honestly, they played well. They played well. They fell apart. There's obviously another thing that we have. There's obviously another thing that we have to talk about, and that's the fact that Dan Bailey missed a field goal. Dan Bailey makes that field goal. Vikings are up. Who knows what happens because it completely changes the game, but that's a missed three points right there. Vikings lost by one. Vikings lost by one. Dan Bailey missed three points. That's a, that's a football game right there. That's a football game right there. You know what I mean? And it's a very makeable kick. Dan Bailey's made that kick, you know? Disappointing. Just just one of the one of the many mistakes that we made. Someone that had a bounce back game. It was kind of hard not to have a bounce back game was Kirk Cousins. Sixteen completions for twenty seven year attempts. Sixteen uh, sixteen completions out of twenty seven attempts. Two hundred fifty one yards and three touchdowns. Obviously, like I said, he had the two interceptions. One of those was on a hail mary last part of the game, so I won't knock him for that. Cousins looked good. Cousins looked pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. Cousins looked good. He had a nice touchdown to Justin Jefferson. Had a really good play to Adam Thielen. That was one of the plays of the game. Kyle Rudolph made it, uh, one of the best catches. Again, I mean, seriously, that that guy, that guy's insane. That guy's just he's just crazy good. Kyle Rudolph. I hope we get to follow him more in the red zone. Oh, I haven't even mentioned the fact that uh, Dalvin Cook ran for 181 yards. That's the best part about Dalvin Cook. Yeah, he had a 39-yard, uh, I believe it was a 39-yard touchdown. I believe it was a 39-yard touchdown. But what's nice is the fact that he averaged 8.2 a carry, and genuinely it felt like he was running like much that far every single time. 39-yard touchdowns. I mean, yeah, sure, it's a long touchdown, but it's not like some big play like the Justin Jefferson one where 71 of his 175 yards came on one play. Cook had a good all-around day. Genuinely, I thought Galvin Cook. Galvin Cook, man, is so good. I'm just happy that we extended him, and hopefully he'll stay healthy and stay successful for you know the upcoming future. I hope and I pray because any man with Justin Jefferson, the Vikings have a legit future, man. Stephon Diggs had a good rookie season. Everyone's comparing Justin Jefferson to Stephon Diggs. And obviously, it's clear why, because that's basically who we got in his other picks. Stephon Diggs' rookie season, he made an impact. Don't get me wrong. He did. So 52 catches for 720 yards, four touchdowns. That's, that's pretty good for a rookie. That's not bad. Not bad whatsoever. And he had 900 and 849 in 2017. And then Kirk came along. And he put up two 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 years over a thousand yards. So yeah, Diggs made an impact his rookie season. I think Justin Jefferson's already doing that. Justin Jefferson already has over two hundred yards. He's on pace to. He's on pace to to pass that. I think he's on pace to pass that. 
I hope he's not pace to pass that. And I think he will. I totally think he will pass that. There's Jefferson. I, I, I just like what we have. I just really am excited to see where the future takes this guy. He already has the swagger in the NFL. Hopefully, Thielen is teaching a bunch of stuff. And Thielen, unfortunately, is 30 years old. So, hopefully, in the next three or four years, we figure out our – Thielen is still effective, by the way, at 30 years old. I don't want to get that out of the way. Thielen is very effective at 30 years old. A lot of people are uh, talking about tanking for Trevor Lawrence. You know, the Vikings won't be bad enough to get the number one overall pick. We're we're just not. I, also, I think Trevor Lawrence will go number one overall. I don't care if the Jets have the first overall pick. Don't be wrong. Sam Darnold's playing fine. Sam Darnold's had two unreal plays the past two weeks, where it's. I see the tweets where it's like, Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, this we'd be talking about it for months on end. I go, yeah, Sam Darnold's made some great plays, but Sam Darnold's also Sam Darnold. People are talking about how Sam Darnold's not bad. You know, if the Jets get the one overall pick, they shouldn't take Trevor. Well, Sam Darnold's not a free franchise quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, he's a franchise quarterback. This is like, honestly, by the way, Sam Darnold threw three games, three touchdowns, four interceptions, 500. That's not spectacular. That's far from it, actually. That's not even good. That's not good. But no, he's not. He's not a franchise quarterback. He's not bad. He's certainly he's certainly not bad, but absolutely not. Jets have the more overall pick. They're taking Trevor Lawrence. And also, if I'm a Jets fan, I'm pissed off. If you want to look at this recent draft, you obviously had Burrow, you know, as, as the main the main guy, and then Tua, and then Herbert. Three really really good quarterbacks. Jordan Love also went later in the first round, but um, he won't get he won't get his first NFL start for the three years. So congrats, Jordan Love, I guess. Even then, Rogers feels like I, the way Rogers is playing, he could play for another eight years. We're going to talk about Jordan Love. Not talking about Love. One of the top three picks. Burrow looks like a franchise guy. Yes, he does. Burrow looks like a franchise quarterback. Through three games, I don't care what you say. Joe Burrow has been exactly what the Bengals have needed. Um, he's thrown for 300 yards twice already. His past two games have been just spectacular, and especially against the Eagles. He played really good. Rating of 105.5, two touchdowns, 312 yards with a 70.5 completion percentage. I mean, that's what this gets. The Browns obviously only had 60% completion percentage, but he also had over 300 yards and three touchdowns. Week one, he showed a little bit, but uh, no, this, Joe Burrow's a stud. And I think that's should, that shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. Uh, also, Joe Burrow is also 23 years old. Sam Darnold's also 23, so it's not like Sam Darnold can't, you know, mold into a better quarterback. He's got a lot of time left. Haven't seen anything from Tua Tagovailoa, but obviously people love Tua, and I like Tua as well. He's a very good quarterback from what from what I've seen from him. You know. Herbert's played the past two games, and I thought he played an amazing game against the Chiefs. I thought Justin Herbert played on a real game, and I was big Justin Herbert guy after that game. Had a higher completion percentage, more yards, touchdown. He also had an interception. Wasn't a great pick there. Either pick was good. Justin Herbert should be the quarterback in the Los Angeles Chargers. He should be starting. I don't think Tyrod Taylor should ever come back to it. Herbert's already proven he deserves it. And if I'm being honest, Herbert looks just as good as Burrow does. 
I know what you're thinking. David, you're on drugs. No, I'm serious. Joe, Justin Herbert's a stud, man. I love Herbert. Everyone said that he's not pro-ready. Uh, he looks pretty pro-ready to me. Him and, Her- him and Burrow are studs. I think I think Tua will also follow if he stays healthy. Love, no way. I, or at least he hasn't been given a chance yet, so I'm not going to give him too hard of a break. But, you know, hopefully Tua will get the chance sometime this season because I'm, I'm excited to see how he plays. But as I was saying, sorry, I'm, I'm building this. I was going to say this year was super unique and we saw three quarterbacks who, who have the potential, all of them I think have the potential to be elite quarterbacks in the NFL. I think Burrow will definitely get there. I think Herbert will get there too. And then I think Tua, so we haven't seen a lot of him yet, but I think he can as well. And that's pretty rare. But I think this the quarterback class in 2020 or 2021 is just as good and debatably better. He's debatably better. You guys obviously know about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is it's Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. We've been projected number one overall pick since the minute he stepped on a Clemson football field. And we've, we've just been waiting for this. Trevor Lawrence is going to turn 21 in next week. So happy early birthday to Trevor Lawrence. I know he's listening. Now, there's another quarterback. Who has the initials TL to go in this draft? His name is Trey Lance from North Dakota State University. Trey Lance attended Marshall High School in Minnesota. He attended NDSU and is playing like an absolute beast. M. Fields, Justin Fields, in case you didn't know. Justin Fields, Ohio State quarterback. Him, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence are debatably a better quarterback class than the one that we have, than the one that we had in 2020. And I, I, I really think that. I really do think that. If the Jets are the number one pick, they'll take Trevor Lawrence. The Vikings will not get the number one overall pick. It's just that right now, there's no way the Vikings will be a bad enough team where they will get the number one overall pick. I just don't see that happening. There's a couple other quarterbacks that have been mentioned in the first round. One of them's really good. I really like his name's Kyle Trask from the University of Florida. Threw for 400 yards and six touchdowns in a season debut at Ole Miss. The other one is also the SEC from Mississippi State, KJ Costello. Torched LSU. 623 yards against them. But obviously, it's a Mike Lee offense. They like to throw a lot. And then you got to remember there's a lot of other really good players in this draft as well. Oregon left tackle. And I see well. I, I hope it's for us, but I. Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State. And then, of course, there's, uh, again, a, a, an amazing class of receivers. Jalen Waddell, Rondale Moore. Um, of course, there's Devontae Smith and Rashad Bateman, big Rashad Bateman guy. There's also Dylan Moses, who's a linebacker from Bama. Bama's got a ton of players. Saw them on display this set last Saturday as Bama played Mizzou. That was a really fun game to watch. So there's a ton of talent in his quarterback class. A ton of talent. Excited to see where it all goes. Man. 
excited to see where it all goes. Vikings, many people want them to take a quarterback. I just don't think we will. I just don't think we will. Because the Vikings don't need one. We don't need a quarterback. We have Kirk Cousins. I was building this. <laughs> Kirk Cousins played a good game today. Oh, yesterday, I should say. Sorry. We've always talked about hashtag tank for Trevor. Hashtag tank for Trey Lance. We want Trey Lance because Trey Lance is from Minnesota. It's the Minnesota kid. Yeah, we can take a quarterback. But I like what we have in Kirk Cousins. I like Kirk Cousins as our quarterback for the next two or three years. I really do. Which is going to be – people are going to think I'm crazy for saying that. But if you think Kirk Cousins is the problem on this team, then you're crazy. Yeah, week two was a bummer. Week two, Kirk Cousins played the worst game of his life. Week one, we put up 36 points. Week three, we put up 30. If we're scoring 30 points a game, obviously week two, we didn't. We, we did not put score we – not, we did not score 30 points a game. Week one, week three, we scored 30 points at least. Those are two games that we should win. In an NFL – you're an NFL team. If you score more than 30 points a game, you should win the game. Your defense should be good enough to hold a team to 30 points. Now, obviously, that wasn't the case. The Vikings are on three. But with Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, those are guys, Adam Thielen, those guys aren't leaving the Vikings in the next three years. Where they're not. They're not going to go anywhere. Irv Smith hopefully can grow into a leader there too. We can always sign Rudolph. We can extend Rudolph, which I am still mixed emotions about that. But guys, Cook, Jefferson, Thielen, Irv Smith, you know, Garrett Bradbury, Brian O'Neill, Ezra Cleveland, maybe if he can grow. Those are guys that aren't going to leave this offense. Those are the starting – those are the, the, the guys that you build a team around. There's no point in putting in a, a new quarterback into that system. And if it's going to happen, then, yeah, I would want it to be this year because I think the quarterbacks in this class are amazing. And if it better be either – we're not getting Lawrence. If we have a world pick, then, yeah, we'll take Trevor Lawrence. Not, <laughs> the Vikings won't have a number one world pick. That's, I like Fields a lot. I like – I really like Trey Lance, too. Obviously, a lot of people want to take Trey Lance because he's a Minnesota kid, which is why I'm just tempted if we're going to be there, you know, take it. Because I do think the Vikings, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Vikings, it's not very likely the Vikings do anything this season. They're already on three. It's hard to come back from an ultimate start. The Steelers did it a couple years ago. But uh, it's, it's really hard to come back from an ultimate start. So I won't, I won't pretend like I think there's still hope of this one. Or, or do something spectacular this season. I don't think the Vikings will make the playoffs this season. I really don't. But I don't think that we should tank for the number one overall pick because genuinely, I think the Jets will go like two and fourteen, maybe three and thirteen. You know, and they'll get the number one overall pick. Those are Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to be in New York. Congratulations, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> but uh, this is just a message. Basically, summarizing this whole thing. This is a message to every Vikings fan. He tweets out, hashtag tank triple loans. Shut up. Literally go shut your face. Because the Vikings have a quarterback. He's my quarterback. He's my quarterback right there. Let's move on. Got a few minutes here. Let's talk about the Chiefs and the Ravens. Game of the year. Game of the year in week three, which I really hope this will be the best game of the year. I hope it, it only gets up from here, honestly. It only, it only goes up. 
Chiefs, Ravens, and Baltimore. What what could be better? The Chiefs with the Patriots next week, which is going to be just as good of a game. And I'm I'm so excited for this game. Honestly, I I can't wait. You got a Chiefs team who's coming off a couple wins. One of which was against Houston. The other which was an amazing football game to watch. One of the best football games that I've watched in a long time. And I don't mean that lightly. I really do not mean that lightly. Chiefs versus Chargers was a was a heck of a football game. I mean, my goodness, was it a good was it just a good game to watch? If you didn't watch that game, you definitely missed out. Just the intensity. Harrison Butker made like three straight 50-yard field goals, which was insane. Um, and the Chiefs won on a game-winning field goal by Harrison Butker. So congratulations to them. They put the Ravens, and the Ravens have looked unstoppable for the first two weeks of the season. They played the Browns week one and demolished them. I guess what they did the exact same thing the next week in Houston. Mark Jackson is quiet this year. People were always talking about Lamar Jackson because he had a – I mean, I'm going to say it. He had a breakout year last year. He did. And he won the MVP. Congratulations to him. Uh, people are talking about a different quarterback, Russell Wilson. No one's talking about Lamar. He's just quietly going about his business winning games. People will talk about Lamar if Lamar gets a victory, right? The reason I like the Ravens tonight – by the way, I, I am picking the Ravens tonight. Just get out of the way. The Ravens will win the game tonight. It'll be a high-scoring game, but the Ravens' defense will make a stop at the end to win the game. And I hope it's Marcus Peters. I really hope Marcus Peters gets a game-winning interception. I hate Marcus Peters, but there's enough Chiefs fans where I'm at right now, and I really want to send like a Marcus Peters thing to him. But I do think the Ravens win tonight. I think it'll be a very good game to watch. If you think about tuning in, do it because it'll be a really good game to watch. Main matchup is obviously pretty simple. Mahomes versus Lamar. Two best quarterbacks. I'm kidding. Two of the three best quarterbacks in NFL. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you don't think Russell Wilson is people think Russell if you don't think Russell Wilson is either one or number two in the league right now, then you don't watch football. Lamar's three. I love Lamar, but I think Lamar's the third best quarterback in the league. I think Russ is two. I think Mahomes is one for now. It's very close, though. And I'll get a lot of Russ fans on me about, like, what the heck are you talking about? Russ has been playing the best football of his life. What are you on? Go, actually, you're not, you're not wrong. Russ is playing really well. But this is about, this is about Mahomes and Lamar. The last two MVPs, and I saw an article on ESPN today talking about how this is the next great quarterback rivalry. You know, because of, uh, like, next, like, Brady and Manning. Brady and Manning, the next Brady and Manning. And I honestly, I 100% agree. I 100% agree. This reminds me of like back when Brady and Manning would always fight and have their little duels and Drew Brees would be over in the NFC just doing his own thing. This is like that. It's Mahomes and Lamar having their own fights, having their own duels because they're going to meet every single year because both teams are going to finish in first place in their divisions. And then you got uh, then you got Russell Wilson doing his own thing in the NFC. But seriously, I... uh. I really like the Ravens, and I like the Chiefs too. Don't get me wrong, the Chiefs. Chiefs. It'll be. I think this is a preview of the AFC Championship game. I don't think anyone um, about that. You know, people have different predictions. But if, if I said, "Hey, AFC Championship," you know, it's going to be Ravens Chiefs, right? They're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It's gonna be Chiefs. 
I like the Ravens tonight, though. I think the Ravens will pull it out. I love their team. And it's not just Lamar. It's not just the fact that Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson's overall offense. You know, Mark Ingram, J.K. Dobbins, that offensive line is insane. Mark Andrews is like the most one of the most underrated players in the entire league. He's amazing. Uh, Hollywood Brown is starting to put things together. You know, I think he had, he's super underrated as well. And their defense, like what can, what can you say? I mean, seriously, what can you say about him? They acquired Calais Campbell. He's fit right in. Marlon Humphrey. Marcus Peters, they got rid of Earl Thomas, and they they really have not lost a step without him. You know, they're 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 just as good. They're just they're really good. A, a guy that I want to talk about really quick, so running out of time, is Patrick on Uwasor. He's the inside linebacker for the Ravens. I think he's gonna have a huge game tonight. You know, I hope Clyde Edwards Hilaire does something because I got him going in fantasy. I hope Edwards Hilaire, Travis Kelsey, and Marquise Brown because I have him going in different leagues. So just the three guys that really want to do something tonight, but. Um, I do think the Ravens will win. If you want to give me a score prediction, I'll give them a score prediction. It's going to be 31-28 Ravens. Maybe maybe 33-28. Get, get a little weird in there. Justin Tucker is going to do something. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, that'll be it for this episode. Tomorrow, please listen to tomorrow because it's going to be a dandy of an episode. We are previewing the MLB playoffs. Hopefully get that to tomorrow before the game start when the Twins and the Astros play. Go Twins, baby. I'm not a Twins fan, but uh, I'll be cheering for them because I hate the Astros. But, yeah, we'll definitely turn tomorrow. And then Wednesday. Wednesday will be previewing the NBA Finals, so don't want to miss that one either. That'll be it for me, guys. My name is David Campbell, and I hope that you have a great day. Peace.